Hey, welcome back to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Hey, uh, Amy Bailey is back by popular demand, by the way. So in case you missed her first episode, you need to go back and look for episode 76. It was called Finding a, Joy, Finding a Life of Joy Without Alcohol. And uh, we just had so much feedback and Amy had a lot of questions and people doing dry January stuff going on. So we wanted to have her back and uh, kind of figure out some things. So we're going to focus morally on today, like how you can support a friend who wants to start drinking, uh, what to expect when you quit drinking yourself, and then some everyday tips if you want to start cutting back. So Amy, thank you so much for coming on again. Thank you for having me again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, we got a lot of great feedback and I think it's, we did it in December for people doing stuff in January. Now we're mid January and we're going to come out and give some more in case you're doing dry January, you want to get through that or, you know, some friends that I have. So uh, you've got eight great tips that we want to go over right there. So, so let's, let's say one of your friends is going alcohol free. What are some eight tips you can kind of help them and support them? Okay. So, um, you know, I think one of the big things about going, going alcohol-free, whether it's for a month or an extended time, is um, people not being very open to that because they think maybe your decision reflects upon them. Right. But that, that's just not the case. Um, but one of the most, I think, deterring things for anyone attempting to do this is to have their friends react with sarcasm. Um, or skepticism, or, you know, ghosting, ignoring the person out of the blue. And so, um, you know, I think it just comes down to being a friend. And if you hear someone doing that, realize it has nothing to do with, with your own lifestyle and your own decisions. This friend, for whatever reason, feels convicted. And um, don't be a jerk, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of boil it all down into in, in three little words. Don't be, that's four, <laughs> sorry. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, that's right. a great tip. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let's talk about number two that you kind of, you, you do have, if you'll go to her Instagram, like we told you to go last time, you should have done that. If you haven't done it before, go to my scoop on Instagram and check out these. If you want to see all the fancy pictures that go with it. But uh, tell us about number two. What's number two on there? Be supportive. Yeah. So be a friend, you know, what, what would a friend do if someone was attempting to do something that was that was kind of a big deal you know in a society that glorifies excessive drinking not simply drinking but excessive drinking you know it is kind of a big deal for someone to do this whether they're doing it for a month or three months or a year whatever it may be so um so be supportive you know find out ask some questions ask them why they're doing it in a sincere manner and um and realize it's kind of a, a cool thing to to take a stance on and do in this society yeah and one of the biggest pieces of feedback i got from people was when you talked about mommy wine culture how prevalent it is across the board and when you start looking for it it really is everywhere that's something i kept hearing over and over that people didn't even realize it's all over them they didn't even think about it so yeah you're right it's not the popular thing to do so be supportive if you're a friend that's what you do so um how about how about number three let's go to number three um so number three. So that's like, um, you know, you talk about it's being an individual decision. You know, it is it's just an individual thing. And this kind of goes back to number one also, but you know, this decision is, is their decision and it doesn't have to be someone else's decision. Um, and so just, just that awareness of, 
well, this person is doing it either for very personal reasons or perhaps because of, you know, they've become more aware of this mommy drinking culture and they've decided to step back. And that has absolutely nothing to do with, you know, they're not sitting around and judging their friends who are drinking. Um, that has been, you know, that has been one thing that I've noticed on my journey is currently I'm the least judgmental I've ever been in my life. And if anything, when I was drinking, I was far more judgmental because I would get into the gossip and, you know, I would have something to say about everything, even yeah. things that were my business. And I just don't do that anymore. And I think that's true for most people in sobriety. Well, there you go. I think it's just, uh, you could just put down as Nanya. That's Nanya business, right? That's a, that's a, is that a Southern term? That seems very Southern. So uh, number four, speaking of South, be hospitable is number four. So tell me a little bit more about that one. You know, you think about, um, you know, we're Southern, so we are, it's kind of ingrained. How do you be a good host? And a wonderful way to be a good host and be a good friend is to, you know, if your friend wants to go have a drink or, and when I say drink, I mean mocktail, non-alcoholic beverage. If they wanna to go to dinner, if they wanna just hang out, what can you do to make sure that's an easy, comfortable thing to do if they're trying to abstain? And of course, go to places that you know have non-alcoholic options. Or if you're hanging out um, at a home, is there something, is there some NA beer or, something refreshing there, you know, hot tea, I mean, whatever it may be, um, you know, just think about what would make this more comfortable for them and more fun for them. Yeah, maybe throw some Twinkies at them or something. Maybe I throw a Twinkie. Are Twinkies still around? I haven't seen one in a minute, but maybe some Twinkies are hospital. That may be in hospital. I don't know. So so number five, it's kind of along the line. It's like uh, join in with them, you know, try it out. So tell right. us a little bit more about right. that. Well, I mean, it's no secret that this isn't you know, it, it isn't just for non-drinkers. A lot of people are choosing to have a mocktail or an NA beer just because they want to take a little break. Maybe if it's for a day or several days, but, but it's definitely something that people across the board are doing, whether you're a non-drinker or you, you enjoy drinking alcohol. Yeah, yeah, to join it. And then number six, find some activities that don't revolve around drinking. So what are some of the ones that you, you suggest? hiking, um, hiking, going on long walks, obviously any kind of exercise is, um, is so beneficial. Um, you know, you could do something like go to the museum, go to a play, go to see the ballet. I mean, there's a lot of different, different options to get out there and just do something that doesn't revolve around alcohol. That's right. Uh, I suggest you go to Huntsville Adventure Boot Camp for Women, uh, Monday through Thursday, 5.30 p.m., right there during happy hour. I mean, it's right there. I mean, well, I, go to, I call it Huntsville's true happy hour, so you can come over there. Um, there yeah, go. so if you're listening to this right now, you want to come for free, let me know. I'll, I'll hook you up. So, um, And then number seven, realize it's not a fad. It's not just something they're trying to be cool with. So tell us about that one. Well, again, you know, this is something that across the world, people seem to be having this this growth in awareness of, you know, alcohol may not be my best friend. It may not be doing all these beneficial things for me. I'm going to step back. And so, um, so as we see more and more of these non-alcoholic spirits companies and beers and, 
and different women's groups popping up, you know, just, just realize this is, you know, I don't think anyone's, you know, trying to push, push people to not drink. It's just, let's make non-drinking just as normal as drinking. Because right now, you know, you do, you still get a lot of questions. Why are you doing that? And, and non-drinking certainly isn't as normal as even excessive drinking in our American society. Sure. Yeah. If you ever look, look like watch a movie from the fifties or something like that, I mean, everybody's drinking, no matter what they're doing, drinking and smoking, that's just the norm. And it's slowly, I think we're slowly getting there. And I think you've, and you've been sending me all these articles and things it's, it's happening. So it's, it's going across the world right now. You're, you're cutting edge by the way. So that's good. Uh, and number, number eight, you had me kind of cracking up on this one. So tell me about number eight on here. It's, you know, is it really strange that a 40 year old is cutting back on their drinking? Exactly. I mean, when, when we think about getting older, is it really that odd that we would all be reevaluating some of these things that maybe we were all in when we were 20, but they catch up on you pretty quickly? Because it's, I mean, those, those headaches and hangovers, they just don't hit the same, you know? No, for sure. <laughs> Everything's everything's worse. You know, right? It's harder to recover. So yeah, it shouldn't be that odd. Like you get in your forties, fifties, and sixties, and maybe I'll cut back on my drinking. It shouldn't be a weird thing. So that was a. I like that. Especially that the hangover's hitting different. You nailed that one right there. So, so let, let's say there's people out there right now, and they're they're wanting to quit drinking. Uh, what do they expect in that first month? What are we kind of looking at within that first month? Well, that first month. Um... I'm not going to lie. That's, that's the hardest. And I, you know, like I said before, the, the, what do I do with my hands? You know, it's, it's hard. It's awkward. You have that, that fear of boredom, which, which definitely exists during that first month, but, but you get over it and you realize why am I scared of being bored simply because I don't have an alcoholic drink in front of me. When you think about it, that's ridiculous. You yeah. know, it, it's, a, it's just a glass of something. How is that contributing to fun, you know? And why is that the pinnacle of excitement? Um, and so just, just kind of pushing through all those awkward, anxious feelings. And, um, and you start to realize too how much space it takes up in your life and not just the act of, of drinking, but, you know, deciding where you're going to go and who you're going to go with. And, um, you know, there's just so much that, that it takes up in your life that you don't even realize. And then of course, if you have, you know, a little too much fun, you're, you're paying for it the next day. Um, so you start to become very aware of these things in that first month. And I think you, you know, you start having better sleep and, um, and better focus and you're, and you, you know, you're, you're beginning to realize those energy levels are changing too. Man, there's nothing like feeling good. It's just, they can't be matched. Right. I don't, and I heard a definition of drinking one time is that you're just borrowing happiness from tomorrow. So you're right. like, so you got to wake up like, Oh, that was fun yesterday. But today's not so good. So, so I get through, through month one, what can I look at maybe at month three? What am I looking at around month three? At three months, for me, it really um, it really started to take up less space. So whereas like a month, you're still thinking like, ah, oh, but 
but am I missing out? Um, don't I need to be having a cocktail? And you're still thinking about it, you know? And at three months, you're it just, it's not so much in your thoughts like it was. Um, and, and I think the sleep is extremely noticeable at three months, along with the energy levels are very, very noticeable at three months. Um, you, just, you just start to feel a lot better for sure. Yeah. And then, and then at six months, what we, what do we got at six months? Six months. <laughs> six <laughs> months. Um, to me, that, that's the turning point. And, and I've read, I've read other stories that, that say the similar thing. Um, at, at six months, I mean, you're feeling it, you know, it's, it's not really a thought in your head. So that FOMO, that fear of missing out, it's gone that, um, um, you know, that, that daily or weekly urge, whatever it may be, it's gone, you know, um, better sleep by far, better energy, better skin. You start to actually notice, Hey, my skin's not so dry and I'm not having these breakouts. And, um, that was a big one as a woman, you know, um, let's see. I know I wrote some, some others down. So yeah, I mean, you shouldn't have a mortgage and zits, right? You can't have both of those. You can't have that. That doesn't seem fair. Does it? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I spoke about this before, but you know, there, there begins to be this feeling of just this underlying joy, um, that, that you just can't shake even on bad days. Like it's just there. And, you know, I remember I used to be so cynical of people like, and, and I, I will say I'm a typically a positive person, but like if someone was just overly joyful, I would be like, oh my God, there's no way they're, that they're that happy. And I can tell you, yes, you can be that happy. <laughs> and perhaps there's a variety of ways to get there. But for me, removing alcohol was, was one of the ways to get there. I mean, it, it brought so much more just underlying joy in my life, stabilized moods. There wasn't these up and downs and, um, you know, a bad day didn't, didn't ruin everything. And so, um, so that's very noticeable, I think at six months. Yeah. yeah. So the, the next milestone, when we hit a year, what can we, what could you, what did you go through at a year? Um, you know, a year, everything just just seems a little easier. And I am in no way saying that life is easy because at this age, we all know life's, life's pretty hard. You go through some stuff, but um, everything just seems to go a lot smoother. And if you do hit a bump in the road, you're not this this stressed out, frazzled person. You, you deal with it. Um, you know, reflection. Um, I feel like when, when routine alcohol is part of your life, you're very reactive to things. And when that's gone, you, you don't react. You have this new, newfound self-control of, you know what, I'm going to think about that. I'm going to absorb it. I'm going to comprehend it. And then I'm going to respond to it. Um, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> 
human being. You know, we're told that as human beings, we're, we're restless, we're agitated, we're anxious, we're unsatisfied, we're stressed. And, and so, to, so to remove alcohol and find out, no, those don't have to be part of being a human. Now, of course, you're going to be stressed sometimes, you're going to be anxious, but those don't have to be the underlying characteristics of daily life. And, and for me, when alcohol was removed, those were removed too. So that's a, that's a pretty good trade out right there. <laughs> that's pretty easy. And relationships. I would, I would like to say this too. You know, a lot of us bump heads with family and, you know, it's no secret, like, you know, a mother-daughter relationship can be trying, you know, father-son relationship can be trying. And, um, I feel, I feel like alcohol, you know, exaggerates those very much. And, and I love my mother. <laughs> so I do want to say that. So, but once alcohol was removed, I didn't get so agitated like I would in the past with her. And our relationship currently is incredible. And, um, you know, and you really think that think about that, like how, how many relationships are, are, you know, unraveling because of, of alcohol use. And of course, you know, currently with excessive drinking being glorified, you know, how many relationships are they, are they really as bad as you think they are? Or, or is something, a substance telling you they're, they're, unacceptable intense you know full of angst so yeah i mean it's all about relationships right when we got those right then you, you can ask especially with your family you, you never know especially in the, today's world how long they're going to be in your life so when you can you need to get out and repair those and make those more quality relationships that's that's priceless right there so uh, let's say someone wants to kind of get into this maybe do a dry february or, or march or something like that or just keep on going in january what are some day, things they can do at everyday tips to kind of help them keep going well, my, my tips, they may seem kind of simple, but for me, you know, they worked. I think, and, and I said this before on the podcast, but having, having that happy hour, you know, that happy hour ritual, whatever that is to you, maybe it's a cup of hot tea, maybe it's this cool mocktail you found out about, maybe it's a very long walk or, or exercise, but just have that thing that decompresses you. And if it needs to be several things, you know, if it needs to be the hot tea, a long walk, a bubble bath, um, a Netflix show, I mean, have those things. And, and I think what you'll find too, is once, once alcohol is removed, it's much easier to find joy in those simple things than it was before, because before everything that you thought was exciting kind of revolved around alcohol. So once that's removed, it's a lot easier to just enjoy a nice walk around your neighborhood or, you know, grab a book and take a bath and read while you're in the bathtub. You know, all these things become a lot more enjoyable. 
for sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and I talked about, I was kind of joking before, but not really about coming to boot camp. Some of my clients have told me that I could either go home and have this glass of wine after work, or I can go get my workout in. And then some of them said, sometimes I do both, you know, I do, I do both, but you have, you have that place to go and that thing to do where it's not just, all right, it's five o'clock. I automatically go and get my cocktail or my wine or something like that. You have somewhere else where it's, it kind of gets you out of that automatic pilot deal where you're just going and doing not even thinking about it because people you know especially during the pandemic i heard from a lot of people that fell into those habits where i didn't even realize i was drinking it till it was halfway you know halfway finished right, right. So that's a great that's a great tip finding something to replace that's always good right and you know i think it's very important to you know not just start your day with some type of prayer and meditation but throughout the day, you know, find those moments where you can have some quiet time and, and talk to God. I think that's pretty important too, you know? Yeah. So something with, uh, in nutrition coaching, they talk about having a nourishment menu where it's basically, you have this list of things on there that you turn to before you just automatically go in the refrigerator or go into the pantry or something like that. Just another thing where it's not that autopilot deal, but maybe you're just doing something to break the boredom or something like that. So you'll go and eat a snack or have something like that. So you have this list of things. It could be things you've mentioned, like, hey, maybe you listen to one of your favorite songs or you start reading a book or maybe you watch something funny on YouTube, but you don't just automatically go to that thing. So that's a, that's a great way to have. So just have these options where it's not just, hey, this is what I do every day. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. So I like this. So what, so what are some other things that you like to do? So you like hiking and hot tea and those type of things. What are some other things people could do every day that they're looking at? Oh, goodness. Um, you know, make time to talk to your friends. I think that's really important. And in this world where we're so used to just texting or sending a message on social media, it sure is nice to make time for that phone call. And, and before you know it, you've been talking 30 minutes and, and you ended up talking about things you didn't even expect to. And, and it just feels good. You know, I feel like when, when alcohol isn't a routine, the space to do so many things and to be more thoughtful opens up too. Um, you know, I love to write letters and I didn't for a very long time. Um, and so it's been, it's been neat to get back into doing some of these things that, that, you know, they do, they take a lot of thought and intention. Yeah. A handwritten letter. That's, that's old school. And that really stands out now. So if you get a handwritten letter, unless it's for me and you can't read it, then it's really, it really means a lot. It's my handwriting so terrible, but yeah, I got one uh, a couple months ago. I mean, it, it meant a lot to me to have that handwritten card that someone sent me and had some nice things to say. I still got it, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, um, my grandmother, she used to write us letters all the time, all the time. And um, it's just incredible to go back and read those letters now. And they're tangible and you can mm -hmm. feel them. And her handwriting was so beautiful because everybody back then was taught to write so beautifully. But my sister was saying, you know, when you really think about it, I mean, she took, a good moment out of her day to write to people she loved. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Being that intentional really matters for sure. Right. Right. Oh, cool. Those, those are some good. Did you have any more kind of everyday tips that you uh, help people with or anything like that? You know, um, 
I think we all love some Netflix, getting into some good shows that make you feel good. Um, you know, reading. I used to not feel like I had any time to read and now I make time to read and I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, you know, for those of us with kids, you know, it's not the most fun thing, but sit down, you know, see what their homework is. Try to try to understand and get into to the things that they're learning because it certainly helps, you know, it helps you understand their classes better and helps you be a better parent. So, um, you know, get into these these daily activities that sometimes we look at as mundane, you know, maybe they're not so mundane, maybe they're enriching, like you said, nourishment, maybe they're giving us nourishment, um, even these things that are applying to our children. So. That's a great tip. And if, if you haven't seen it, you got to go watch Ted Lasso, by the way, have you seen Ted Lasso? It's the yeah. best. Yeah, if you want you want to be nourished, you got to you got to watch some Ted Lasso right there. So I can't wait for it to come back out. Yeah, well, these these are awesome tips, and you you truly are making a difference out in the world, Amy. I mean, not you see it out there a little bit, but you're the one that's kind of leading the leading the front here. And I'm I got the out of all my podcasts, it's got the most feedback about what you're doing. So thank you for what you're doing out there. Thank you so much. Well, awesome. Yeah, tell yeah. her, tell people need to go out and, and follow that MyScoop Instagram. She's going to constantly put out content on things you can help you. Those tips were great out there and they look very fancy too. So you're very nice on those. So um, <laughs> yeah, follow on there and keep up with her and, and send her a message. If you have questions, she's always willing to help out. This is kind of what she does. So follow her on there. And uh, thank you so much for coming on again, Amy. Thank you. All right. Keep doing what you're doing. And I'd also like to thank my sponsors, Apparelab, Dominic Garver, the mortgage lending guy, Patnick Realty, and Mathnasium of Madison. Appreciate you guys supporting positivity and appreciate you doing what you're doing. So have a great day and we will see you again. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. I am so grateful to have these awesome sponsors. Go refinance your house to my friend, Dominic Garver. Here's what happened. I called him up. He checked out my info and he told me I didn't need to change a thing. No trying to sell me on a bunch of other stuff I didn't need. Just, hey, just ran my number and told me you didn't need anything. So let him just run your numbers. He will do everything he can to save you years and money off of your mortgage. You can give him a call at 256-714-1429 or check out his website, rocketcitymortgageguy.com. And then Teak Patnick with Patnick Realty. He's a guy, he's a, he's a native Huntsvillian, just like myself. He's a licensed real estate professional since 2004. Hey, you're not just a transaction with Teak. He wants to build a relationship for life with you. And, and this guy does it all. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments. You know, prayer, hard work, ethic, honesty, and results are the foundations of what he's been built on. You know, you can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs, and they would be honored to be your turnkey agent for life. You know, I trust, trust Teak, and you should too. Give him a call at 256-694-0117 or email him at teak at patnickco.com. All that's in the show notes. You can look up at it. Hey, is your child struggling with math? You know, are you frustrated trying to help them? Then you need Mathnasium of Madison. They will meet your child where they are and help them get where they need to go. And they will do this in a positive and uplifting environment. 
You will see measurable changes in attitude, confidence, and school progress. Go to their website, mathnasium.com slash madisonal, and sign up for the assessment. It is a risk and cost-free process that will tell you exactly where your child stands academically. That website again, mathnasium.com slash madisonal. And let's talk a Paralab. You know, you can grow your business with creative merch. You know, they got branded merch, promotional swag. You know, you can increase your visual awareness with signs, banners, decals. They can even do an online fundraiser for your school or nonprofit. Go check out everything you do. Go to their new website. They just did. It looks awesome. It's apparelab.inc, I-N-K. And you can also email them at theapparelab at gmail.com. Either way, use promo code RELENTLESS. Save yourself some money. Get some awesome products. Hey, support these awesome businesses who support positivity. I really appreciate them, and they'll do you right. Have an awesome day.